Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. ESPN 1000, good Sunday morning. It's Brian Hanley, Mark Zander. You feeling super there, Brian? Yeah, a little Santana kick off the show. Yeah, that's a good vibe. I like it. Love it. Love me some Santana. You ever see him? Yes. Live? Out in Vegas. Yeah, I've seen him many times over the years. Just saw him the one time. Okay. Yeah, but it, it was uh, certainly worthwhile. Gets you, get you going. Get, not, not exactly going to be the halftime show vibe that you no. hear today. No. See today. Now, is that your thing? That halftime show? Is that something you're looking forward to? Uh, n- uh, no. Springsteen halftime show was the one I paid attention to. But, you know, it, it's great that. Over the years, they've kind of spread their wings and yeah. opened it up. Different genres, sure. Exactly right. Sure, and for those who uh, are rockers like myself, and you're like, eh, when is rock going to be? I don't know when that's going to happen and when it's going to return. Certainly, we have had, like Bruce, uh, Prince, remember, playing Purple Rain during sure. the rainstorm during the in rain. 2007? Yeah. So on cue. Yeah, yeah on cue. Uh, he had a lot of power. And uh, <laughs> then, then uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and such. Foo Fighters are actually playing after the Super Bowl. On Instagram and Facebook Live. Really? Yes. And if you're into VR, that's virtual reality. You've got the helmet. You've got I, I all that kind just, of stuff. I thought you forgot the D. I'm into the DVR. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, uh, yeah, VR, virtual reality. You've got the, the helmet and all that kind of thing. If you have the app, it's a virtual reality concert that you could kind of be See, in. That, and, that, and that's the future, right? now. It I mean, is. Facebook changed their, their stock ticker to Meta. Yes. Because they're all about spending $10 billion to immerse you in this new thing. Yeah. Like you could, instead of Try flying to, to L.A. You in. Well, instead of flying to L.A. to go that's to the Super Bowl, exactly right. you yeah. could be sitting 50-yard mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. with your little Metaverse uh, right. helmet on. And, and eventually the tickets will be the same as if you were actually there. What was that? The, I saw they were up. That they're having a hard time selling because one LA is still not a football town, right? But it was what? What's the face value? Like thirty five hundred on some of these tickets? It, it's a, so. some ten thousand was like secondary market, <laughs> right? And the great thing, uh, the misnomer about the Super Bowl, it's not it's not your typical fans. What if the Bengals are going to have, you know, representation? Whatever. But it's all about the sponsors from the corporate, you know, sure. TV broadcast yes. partners, right? Eighty percent of the stadium. Now this stadium is rather huge for five billion dollars. Yeah, what's, what, what's the uh, capacity on that? Uh, it's like seventy something. And then you have all the suites and everything sure. else. But it used to be about eighty-five percent of the stadium was filled with people connected, sponsors, families, right. whatever. That's it, it, why it's it, it, virtually impossible unless you have a lot of money and you get them on the secondary market to get to the game. Because, and you have to have a lot of money yes. to do that. But yeah, but I, I can't imagine sitting there with your little metaverse helmet on and, and goggles and trying to eat chicken wings at the same time. Do you, does it cover? Is it just the eyes? Yeah, it's know. just the eyes. Okay. Just the eyes. I think yeah, I think you're able to. Yeah, you're able to eat. But then, then you're in the virtual virtual wor- world, and you're 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 straddling to the different worlds. Do you That's have really to wear weird. a mask if you're in the virtual world? Because out in L.A., they're supposedly still supposed to wear masks at the stadium, even though Most the governor likely. even though the governor didn't do it for the uh, NFC playoffs. Most right? likely, yeah. masks in the virtual world. Okay, three one two three three two three seven seven six. We're talking about the Super Bowl. I mean, you know what. We've heard about the Bengals. I've fallen in love with the Bengals after that game against the Titans, right? And and you had put some money on them, and, and 
they seem like the real thing, the momentum. No, However, I put money on them against Kansas City. Yes, you did. I'm yeah, the contrarian. Not now. not now. Right. And I actually, when they were down, what, 18 points, I put money on them in-game on the money line. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm like, with the Bengals, I, it's uh, Joe Cool and Joe MVP and all that. I, I, I just look at it. I still don't know how how they beat the Titans. I still don't know how they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, right. although I gave them a shot to do so. I told you that yeah. on the air. I, I, can't, I can't make a case for this game. But more importantly, we want to hear from you. Can you make a case for the team you're backing? One of my buddies who lives in Ohio, mm-hmm. right, texted with him yesterday. I'm like, I, I assume, you know, he's, he doesn't live in Cincinnati, but he lives in Ohio. I, I said, I assume you're rooting for the Bengals. He said, rooting for the Bengals, money on the Rams. Now, how is that? I, I didn't even, okay, I was like, okay, good luck. Sure, I, that's an option. Sure, why not? Well, he's got a lot of money. So I, but it's like, how do you? Is it emotional hedge? Is that what they call that? I, I, it's stupid. Is I what you call hedging it. your life. That's what you do. I, yeah, I just, how, how do you do that? Your heart is with your money, at least in my world, because I don't have what he has, right? <laughs> right. How do you? Sit I there? guess if you have enough money, you can separate your heart from your money. Well, I, someday I'll get there. Yeah. And figure that out. But that to me, I was just like dumbfounded because if you don't have, the, if the Bears aren't in the Super Bowl, last time I checked, it's been a while. If you don't actually follow that team and you're passionate about the team that you follow and they finally get there or they're there on a regular basis, I, I just usually you follow your money, right? You just right. you try to sure. look at it. And now with sports betting apps, we all sit there and, you know, do a lot of research. And, and most, you know, back in the day, it was hardcore guys. We had a guy, yep. you know, and then they would call, put in the phone call to the guy or but now you can do it. Just casual fans can download an app and do it, right? So I, I just don't know. I think more people have an opinion now on who's going to win the Super Bowl instead of just going to the Super Bowl party and enjoying the day and the night. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to put money down in twenty five bucks, twenty bucks, whatever it is. Right, and we've been playing squares forever. Oh, absolutely. That's been a thing. Yeah. So people have been doing that forever. But you know, you you draw out a comparison with your buddy in Ohio. If he's a serious gambler, I think that there is a level of which I'm probably never going to reach to where you can say, emotionally, I'm here, but my business sense says I'm here. I'll tell you how serious a gambler he is, and, and he's actually a very accomplished investment guy, right? His own money. But he would sit at airports waiting for, for flights now with the with sports apps right. in, in legally in states, and he would be playing you know multiple $50 hands of poker, and he would... Text me a, a, a screenshot of I just won sixteen thousand on on you know four of a kind. I'm like okay, and that happened like twice within a month. Wow. I'm like first of all, he's playing like three hands every minute of fifty dollar. That is poker. another and, level. And, and it hit him. Twi- he hit twice in a month. Now he didn't tell me how much. He well, lo- yeah, he's not calling you saying hey, you know how much I just lost. But it was always at the gate while he was waiting for a flight. So I mean, if I if I if I'm him, I'm just going to the airport every day and sitting around. I buy a ticket and sit, sit inside security and play poker and see if I hit it a third or fourth. That's fifth some time. serious bandwidth there. Yeah. I, I I I'm worried about catching the flight on time. Exactly. I mean, yeah, no, just I like, can't handle. Oh, yeah, I missed just... my flight because I was doubling down on blackjack. I mean, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Make a case. For the Rams, make a case for the Bengals. I think it's uh, the case is obvious for the Rams, but my heart is still. Well, you know, uh, this is what I've been hearing. Right when when the matchup first happened, it seemed like everybody had Bengal fever, and I know that they still do. However, people are drawing out 
the obvious that Joe Burrow was sacked nine times. Now I still we, we don't understand how that game was won by the Bengals. Oh, Ryan Tann- Tannehill sucks. Yeah, well, and that that did help. And uh, and uh, last time I checked, Stafford's a little better than Ryan, a lot better. So with the fact that he got sacked so many times and everything went their way, they won that game, and it seems like they have momentum, but. The Rams' defense is really something to be scared of. And, and I think it was Yurko this week said, I'll give him a million points. I, I'll, I'll take a million points. I mean, it, it's just not going to be even close. I think it will be close. I'm not sure why. See, and, and I'm with Yurko. I, I don't, I'm looking at this. I'm like, how do you overthink this? It, it really – I know they beat Kansas City at Kansas City, but mm-hmm. they, that game was over, right? I mean, there's no way you come back from double digits – against that the Chiefs team at home, right. although the Chiefs' defense was not all that this year at all, and the right. offense was hot and cold, and that we're, we're not used to seeing that with Patrick Mahomes, right? But, I mean, almost being shut out in the second half is like, how does that happen with that quarterback, right? right. But I'm with Yurk, but here, here's the, I mean, everywhere I look and everywhere I listen, football people, Making a case for Joe Cool. He is the, you know, okay, if you make the case he's the best quarterback on the field today, even at his tender young age, mm-hmm. and Matt Stafford hasn't, you know, was toiling in Detroit, so he, he doesn't have a whole lot of postseason taste or, or success, certainly. So if you just go with who's the best player at the best, the most important position, then I mean, you can make the case. But everyone, I'm, I'm shocked how many football people made a case for the Bengals and picking them out, not just to cover, but to, to win and some win convincingly. Yeah, I'll pick them to cover, but the the win on the muddy line or convincingly, that's that's a leap of faith that if, I'm not... If based. Tennessee got to him nine times, I mean, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Donald could get to him five times by himself. By himself, right. Uh, and, and then seen, there's a guy, that guy, Leonard Floyd. Didn't we have him? How about that? Jeez, that's such a sore spot. So, well, I mean, Ryan Pace <laughs> swings and misses. I well, he selected him nine overall, Leonard Floyd. And I, I remember being in Bourbon A, Mark, and, and we were talking to Leonard Floyd outside the, the cafeteria the, the, where they had lunch. And his phone went off. An alarm went off. I'm like, it's midday. Well, you know, were you going to be taking a nap now? Whatever. He goes, no, I, I set that for like every 45 minutes. I, I, they want me to eat something. Because he had no weight on it. Right. So he literally would set a, an alarm to go to make sure he ate some. So Ryan Pace selects that guy, ninth overall, couldn't do a thing here, couldn't get to the quarterback, and that's all he did in college, right? And he was all about, I mean, he looked like he was a buck sixty when you're standing next to him. And then, so not only do, do you miss on, on some guys you just drafted and they were never going to be any good, right? See Adam Shaheen. Um, Leonard Floyd might have been had something there and you couldn't develop them i mean i know i know know. and that's why for anybody and i we're taking a hard left turn but i want to bring something up for people who say uh justin fields isn't all that there's no way napoleon said that didn't he he said he might be but he's not that yet right right and and the thing is based on just the leonard floyd thing the fact that we couldn't get something out of him that he obviously has there's no way we can make a determination on Justin Field no. or anybody between the injuries on that, on and, that team and, and not based having on what we not having any prep time in camp and no snaps of the first team right, because right. and the know, coaching staff. Well, the genius you know said he wasn't going to be on the field, so why would we waste first team snaps? And then he's in there and and you know in and out. I, right, that jury should be firmly out on Justin Fields. Yep, yeah, it should be. It but, should be. But and speaking of you know feeding like Leonard Floyd, if 
we want to know your your favorite food today. I mean, if, if do you have some sort of unique? If you're having people over, everyone's going to have wings. I mean, I saw some rec- you know what? How many hundred? How many wings will be how consumed? Many billions on Super- of pounds yeah, of wings are right. consumed on Super Bowl right. Sunday. But I mean, if you have something that you it, everyone leaves your house saying, "Man, that's the greatest dip or whatever I've ever had," and and you, it's your little secret yeah. you want to share with share us? with us, please do. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know something I I make. It's not a big deal, and I think that it's probably a widespread thing. But I brought it up a couple times. People are like, "Oh, that's a good idea. I'll save that." Okay, we'll do that. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Make a case for your team. Tell us what you're eating. We'll go over the Twitter poll. It has something to do with uh, all the festivities beyond the football game. We're going to might be looking. We're also going to give you a taste from some of the uh, the betting pros. We'll get a couple guys weighing in on the game itself, the line, when to bet, because the line has only moved. It went from four and a half favored by the Rams down to four because you know a lot of people make the case for the Bengals not only to cover. Uh, right now, fifty-seven percent are picking the Bengals uh, to to cover 58% on the money line. Now think about that. Wow. Yeah. So That's a real surprise. So Todd Furman was going to uh, we'll get him to weigh in. He was with uh, Carmen in York a week or so ago and talking about how you time your bets too because people will be betting. And uh, if you have a top prop, every, all of a sudden props, that's where the real money is. It is. Yeah, I mean, and they're so funny. Well, there's like a thousand of them, too. <laughs> there are. There I are. mean, just legit football ones. The, the Gatorade you know, bath? Yeah. I'm, I, yeah, if you're into that. Well, it's, it gets goofy. That's orange, my point. Yeah, yeah. yellow. Yeah, what white. color is the Gatorade? But, but I mean, but, no. it, you know, matchups for running backs. You know, who's going to have the most rushing yards? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've got a couple that I think are, are kind of unique. Good. And um, we'd like to hear yours. If you've been doing some research and this is the day you make your money, let us know. 312-332-3776. Yeah, we'll be right back. It's Hanley and Xander on ESPN 1000. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. ESPN 1000. It's Brian Hanley, Mark Zander. We're talking about the Super Bowl today because, you know, it's the thing going on that's going to uh, rule of our, all of our hearts and minds, even though our team may not be in it. Who are you picking? Make a case for him. 312-332-3776. As Brian said, 58% of people picking the Bengals on the money line. Yeah. That is really unbelievable. Now, I I have gone from thinking when the matchup was uh, first determined, thinking, okay, the Bengals, they have the momentum, and, I, and, and I'm, I'm there with them. I still feel the Bengals, but... Yeah, my confidence is waning <laughs> because of the obvious. Like you said, why overthink it, right? Uh, the the uh, the amount of pressure that the Rams are going to put on Joe Burrow is nothing like they saw with the Titans, and he got sacked nine times there. Yeah, so he better be ready to run today, which well, I'm sure. He I mean, is. since he's been sacked, sacked what fifty one times in right. the uh, regular season, yeah, he's always ready yeah. to. Yeah, you know, but one thing about him, and I get the whole Joe Cool thing because. Even under siege like that against the Titans nine times. He held it together. He looked impressive. He doesn't, you know, there's no Jay Cutler shoving guys. There's no body language, which tells you, you know, he's really getting tired of of being beat up. But, you know, at some point, you just look at that. If the Titans could do that and you look at the front four of the Rams, Mm -hmm. you're wondering. And I've seen people project anything from, again, uh, 
Aaron Donald, if he gets five sacks, will break the Super Bowl record. Elsie um, Greenwood, yep. four sacks. Mm. I've seen seven, eight. I've seen a dozen. I've seen people building the case for the Bengals that they'll have more sacks than the Rams. So that <laughs> it's information overload, right? If, if, if you, you're on the Bengals, you have to come up with some kind of uh, extreme thinking about how they, they get this done. Well, or you think Matt Stafford's just going to start throwing the ball to, to the Bengals? Well, the, de- you know, the defense uh, has had a uh, you know, fair amount of takeaways recently on the yep. Bengals. And, mm-hmm. and that is going to be something that I think will work in their favor. Now, to what degree, we don't know. And we certainly know that the Rams have had time to put a game plan together. They used, I, I, I'm sorry, the Bengals, they know who the Rams are. And I'm just really interested to see what they are able to do because they know what's coming for them. How are they going to stop Floyd and Donald and, and the rest of them? How are they going to uh, stop Cooper Cup? And that, too. I mean, that too. I, I, to me, I do whatever I need to stop him, and, and someone else has to beat me, right? Now, if you're Sean McVay, and by the way, Sean McVay, there's a story out there now. Was in the, I was uh, so surprised to see this. Sean McVay is 37 years old, right? Coach of your Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. He is supposedly, although he's denying it because it's the eve of the Super Bowl, now Super Bowl day, but the story comes out that, you know, Sean getting married, young guy, doesn't need the pressure and the stress, Wants not going to be a lifer. with the family. At 37. Yeah. And, you know, he's leading the Rams into the Super Bowl. And there's a story out there that, uh, that says Sean McVay is thinking, this could be it, or within a year or two. He's, he's only signed through next year. So he's going to have new paper, or he's going to follow through if this story's legit, and he's actually thinking about this and sharing his thoughts with people. You know, I, going to TV, or is this simply a contract play? Well, and you talked about how we, we've got the top, uh, top earning coaches here. Yeah, because Sean McVay makes $8.5 million dollars right now as the Rams coach sounds nice but where is he on the list well and not only that if you Mel Tucker's making more f- f- money than than he is right. in, in East Lansing right so I don't know with one year left on his deal normally you've already his agents already long before this started sure. talking to to Rams ownership about extending Sean McVay and why wouldn't you right I mean even before Look, you knew, they're playing today, yeah. But even before that, you think this guy's got us on the right track, and we're we're ascending. And why wouldn't you? Maybe they didn't like to hear. Maybe they had numbers that were completely different than the Rams ownership was expecting. So I mean, cynic in me says that the agent might have dropped this little nugget out there. Oh, I think the cynic in you is right. Yeah, that that. You know, if you're not going to pay Sean the going rate, well, Tony Romo was making $12 million sitting in the TV booth annoying me. I don't know, but I used to be a, a Romo fan. But what, I mean, what, what, what was the part of what, uh, what got just, you to jump off? It's just, just tired, right? Yeah, a little too cute. Yeah. A yeah. little too, hey, 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 look, Jim. You know, just, you know, Greg Olson, like Tyler Hockey and I were talking, you know, give me some football information. And, and there is information in there with, with Tony. Right. But it's a little too much look at Tony, right? Yes, I agree. Greg Olson, uh, it, it, he's easy to listen to, but he's got some very, very good information. Solid. And, yeah. and, but so if you're Sean McVay, you're thinking, I, I could, you know. Right, I can sit in the booth and do that. You know, if you're going to pay me anywhere close to that, you know, if they're not going to pay me $12 million to coach and all the stress and headaches and everything goes along with it, 
Um, why, you know, why wouldn't I start thinking about that? Because you're 37 years old and you could be doing this for another 20 years. How many more Super Bowls could you be in, let alone win, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not with Matt Stafford, but whomever else you get, you know, once Matt's done doing what he's doing in Los Angeles. It's it just, it, it's the type of story that you, if you're a Rams backer or player, you don't want, you know, like, hey, coach, what's going on here? What? Yeah, you don't want to see that, but uh, I, I think you're right. Uh, the timing is very, um, I don't like the timing of it. I mean, this this could have happened after the game. I just don't. I, I don't appreciate the timing of it, but I do understand the tactic of what they're trying to do. Yeah, but yeah, they've got to retain him. Uh, he said, "Quote: I love this so much that it's such a pas- uh, passion. I n- also know that what I've seen from some of my closest friends, whether it's coaches or even some of our players, I'm going to be married this summer. I want to have a family. I think being able to find the balance, but also be able to give the time necessary. I've always had a dream about being able to be a father and can't predict the future. You know, I jokingly say that. I really don't know. I love. I know I love football. I'm so invested in this thing, and I'm in the moment right now. But at some point too." If you said what you, uh, you want to be able to do, I would want to be able to have a family and want to be able to spend time with them. And we all know those stories of coaches sleeping in their offices for like eight yeah. months and not seeing their family. And Andy Reid will tell you stories about not being around as a father. And, and you know, guys just absolutely are consumed by the job. And you get that. And that's and what it takes. It does on a lot of levels, right? right? And and so you don't begrudge him the idea of a healthy, happy family life and but you would think at 36, soon to be 37, that... He's got a few more years to get. So, I, 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 you know, even if you're not Sean McVay, if you're just a pretty good coach on a, on a good team, they extend you, they don't let you go into a, a lame duck season as a head coach. No one wants to see that. Right. So they, I would think his agent would have been talking about a new contract months previous to this, and it would be my guess maybe that they weren't going exactly as smoothly as they'd hoped. And maybe they dropped that little nugget out in the media and, and said, you know. But based on what he's done, why wouldn't they go where he needs to go? Come on. He just spent $5 billion on the stadium. Right, right. Right? I mean, you've got Walmart money. You should have one of the Walmart greeters have a big check for him and make sure he makes more than Brian Kelly down at LSU with his fake southern accent and Mel Tucker in East Lansing. But I don't know what the number is, right? And if he wins today, good that, luck on your going up. Good, good, yeah, good luck on your leverage that number there. Will go yeah, yeah. 312-332-3776. You've got something you're uh, going to make for the festivities today, something special, a family recipe for Super Bowl Sunday. You've got uh, one of the teams that you want to make a case for. I think, uh, yeah, you know, we'd like to hear why you think the Bengals, because I think the case could be made easily, easy, uh, more easily for for the Rams than the Bengals, but uh, my heart's with the Bengals. And, uh, you know, Brian Brian says, and, and I do agree with you, why, why overthink it? That defense on, on the Rams is going to have Joe Burrow running, but he's used to running. We've seen him survive and win a game after being sacked nine times. It is really going to be a very interesting day. Yeah, 312-332-3776. And if you have a top prop, prop bet, and a lot of times the prop bets, if you feel strongly about them, well, Make your case for why you believe the team's going to win, right? And it's not the obvious ones, whether you know the MVP is going to be Burrow or Stafford, and and a lot of people believe it's a it's a two horse race on that one. I'm going to make the case it's not, um, but I'd love to hear from any any of our listeners out there about who's your MVP choice because when you if if you start to say it's going to be a, def, a defensive player or receiver or a running back. 
Then you start seeing, the, again, the case being made for why Bengals are going to win or Rams are going to win. Right. It's easy to say, well, Joe Burrow lights it up today, or Matt Stafford doesn't turn the ball over and is throwing deep every other, you know, I get it. But I would think uh, that maybe the MVP is not going to be a quarterback today. You know, earlier in the week I saw, and, and I don't remember what the source was, but I did think that I saw that the overwhelming, what, what was coming in on bets, that Joe Burrow was going to be the MVP, but the Rams were being picked as winners. Now, that's only happened once, right? Where you had an MVP that was not on the winning team, and it happened a long time ago. Here's a prop. MVP uh, bet, yes, on losing team. So you're betting that the MVP, as you said, comes from the losing team. You can get plus 3,500, 35 to 1 odds. Wow. So if, if you can make the case that Joe Burrow is going to be impeccable today and he's going to do everything he can and somehow the Bengals still don't win that game and yet the voters for MVP up in the press box have to, you know, basically have to right, give him that trophy, that, yeah. give him the hardware. You're going to win some money. You're going to cash 35 to 1. Yeah. 312-332-3776. We have, uh, we have uh, uh, on the network earlier today, right? It was uh, Fortenbaugh? Joe Fortenbaugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. My old buddy who, uh, before he became a big radio guy, ESPN guy out in San Francisco, mm-hmm. lived in Vegas for many years, young guy, um, and but Joe has been gambling his whole life, so he's not just a guy throwing darts. And he used to, he was so wired in that he made it his business to get to know the Sharps in Las Vegas. So here's this guy, early 30s at the time, sitting down with the hardcore, longtime professional gamblers every Tuesday having lunch at some place. I picture some Italian restaurant sure. with, without any windows, yeah. right? And, and passing, you know, family-style pasta around. But they would sit there and bounce off, you know, what bets they liked each week, uh, especially Super Bowl week. But it was year-round. And that's how he got to, you know, do his homework and due diligence and, and kind of learn the craft that has become professional gambling out there. So, yeah, he was on earlier today on ESPN uh, and certainly on ESPN 1000, and he tells a very funny story as well about one of his wagers back in the day. Yeah, we're, we're going to hear that when we get back here on ESPN 1000. Talking about the Super Bowl today in our Twitter poll, by the way, is beyond the game, what are you really most looking forward to uh, for, the, um, for the Super Bowl? Okay, and uh, I think that poll is up. We should have that up here. Uh, let's see here. Um, that would be the halftime show, which yeah, you know what is getting a getting a lot of getting a lot of love. Um, food, drink, uh, wagering, or the last one would be. Um, hmm, what is that? Is that poll up right now? Do we have that up, Tyler? Uh, no, it's not up Okay, yet. okay, all right. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get that up uh, if you want to jump in on that on Twitter at ESPN1000. Also, uh, yeah. we have simply who wins and who covers. And you can find those Twitter polls at ESPN1000. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll retweet them at, at, at BrianHanley534, and you're at? Yeah, Xander Rocker, all one word with a Z at the beginning and one R in the middle. And uh, we'll come right back and uh, take your phone calls. 312-332-3776. It's ESPN 1000. ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000.
312-332-3776. Who are you rooting for? We've got it up on Twitter, at ESPN1000. And uh, we want you to make a case for the team that you're rooting for today. Chances are, if you're rooting for the Bengals, you got to make a bigger case than if you're rooting for the Rams. However... As we've talked about, the more people and, and, and up until this point are betting, 58% are betting the Bengals on the money line. And we have early returns on the Twitter poll already about who wins and who covers at ESPN 1000, also at Brian Hanley 534 and at Xander Rocker 1R. Um, and it's interesting being on the national show this morning, as I was listening coming in, I heard someone say, with Stafford quarterbacking the Rams and Eminem, playing or being part of the halftime show, this is the closest lines we'll ever get to a Super Bowl. <laughs> And we've got Susan on the line that wants to uh, chime in in Lockport. Hey, Susan, good morning. You're on ESPN 1000. How are you? Good. Hey, um, I am a Lions fan. I was born in Detroit. And uh, what I'm most looking for in this Super Bowl is Matt Stafford throwing more than two interceptions and getting knocked on his ass. Wow. Was it his fault all those years? I mean, he was yes. he was hurt. He was had yes. bad around him, a lot of bad. He had bad coaches, real bad. And, and, Don't matter. Bad really? quarterback is a bad quarterback. Well, he you, is hey, you're a talking to case. Chicago fans. We well, know yeah, about we, that. We know that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I saw I saw something on uh, maybe it was ESPN a couple days ago where they're selling Detroit Rams shirts oh, up God. in Detroit. Wow. I'd buy one. Yeah, it was at the airport. Yeah. It was at the airport. Right. Right. Detroit Rams. So he yeah. he, he always got paid. I mean, he got he, he banked there, right? He had forty million dollar contracts, and I, I will say this, Susan, because at the beginning of the season, Kyle Shanahan was thinking about trading uh, to get him to to QB the Niners, and he said, "I always thought he was a real good quarterback." He said, after looking at all the snaps, he looked like every snap for the last few seasons in Detroit. He walked away thinking Stafford's a great quarterback. And he's just, but you 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 say bad quarterback, been bad quarterback long time, and then you want him to be really bad today because you're bitter. <laughs> He's a head case. You can get into his head. If Cincinnati watches the, the tapes from all the years he was in Detroit, you can see him and his thought process is wrong. Okay? So maybe, you know, Detroit did have a bad season. Maybe Detroit did have a bad team. That's the whole history of Detroit. Yeah. And I get that. Right. They have, have traditionally just sucked. Okay, so any Cubs fan can relate to my pain. You're speaking to a yeah. couple here, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. me. No, 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 so, I felt you know, pain. when you yeah. can't yeah. put a team together, you can't put a team right. together. But uh, when you got a, a self-centered quarterback who does nothing for humanity, his family did nothing for the state of Michigan, and all he bitched and whined about was they can't get me receivers, they can't get me protection, they can't get me, they can't get me. You know what? At the end of the day, you're the ones throwing the interceptions. Susan, so does your opinion widely reflect what the Lions fans are feeling, or are you, are you, do you know that that's not necessarily the case and he's pretty well loved there still? In- in the free press in Detroit, and a lot of the people that I know that have talked about Detroit who are from Michigan, and, you know, it kills me. It kills me to root for an Ohio team, okay? It will absolutely make me throw up in my mask to root for an Ohio team. But I can't see Stafford going ahead and being the prima donna quarterback for the Rams either. I just, I, you know, I'm not well, feeling it. And neither is anybody else. When, remember, well, you certainly remember when Matt Millen was president of the uh, Wobegon Lions. He wouldn't even move his family there, right? Were no. they in Pennsylvania? And he was making like 8 or $9 million a year to, to make sure that they didn't go anywhere. 
And and, and he, he wouldn't even go there. He, he his family wouldn't. You know, good good luck. You'll be commuting because uh, you can do it on a private jet because you're making all that money. Right. The backlash that he got, right for for yeah. that that carpetbagger. Yeah, you you never you never bought into it, and if you don't buy into the philosophy and the team and everything with Detroit, this has been typically the problem with this team is they can't get anybody to buy into the Lions. And it's not a matter of paying you $100 million a year and you being all of that. If you don't come back and say, yeah, I'm going to be part of the team, and that's spelled team with an I, then, then this team will never be. It'll never be. But Stafford was always a stats guy. At the end of the day, you, you listen to his interviews, you listen to what he was reported to be saying in the papers, and it's all about my stats are good, the team sucks. Are you, are you buying that Jason Goff is all in? And, and yeah, I don't think he really want to be traded to Detroit. And so far, not oh, not all that, right? Not all that. Yeah. Not all that. And see, that's just it, is the culture and everything in Detroit is still bad. You know, you can you can lead a horse to water, but, you know, in the end of it, you've got to force them to drink. And if they're for, you're forcing his head down in the water, then, then hell, you'll never have a team. And that's that's the, the grief that, that all Detroit fans live with. But I still wear all their gear. All right, well. Uh, and you get that up. Detroit Rams shirt if you uh, really need yeah. to at the airport. Yeah, and, yeah. and well, Thanks, we'll Susan. see how it plays out today because everyone loves Matt Stafford in L.A. and he loves L.A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, that's where he wanted to be. He wanted yeah. to be a fair-haired California boy. He can have it. They can have him. <laughs> yeah, well. I'll, yeah. I'll turn off the TV if they win. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Thank you, Susan. Thanks. Appreciate wow. you checking right. in Take here. Care. If he had your passion, maybe I, you wow. know, I, you know, all things being that, equal. It, that's, uh, all things well, being equal, I'd want to be in LA rather I've been to Detroit. Enough. Yeah, yeah. I think that the, there's a, a subtle difference there, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, just a but, bit. But the, I, I'm really surprised to hear. And, and again, I'm not sure how many people share that opinion, but they, they've got a, a bad taste in their mouth from Matt Stafford being there because of all the things that she said. And, and I get that. And, but I thought it was certainly an upgrade for the Rams to get Stafford out there. <laughs> However, if he is fragile, we've seen that Joe Bar- Burrow... But well, she's saying mentally fragile. Right, right, right. Fra- right, mentally fragile. If he is mentally fragile, we've seen that Joe Burrow really isn't. No. Seemingly. So he's not that physically fragile either because he's on his rear end so often. Right, and he's bounced up and uh, been able to... Been able to put his Bono, Bono glasses back on yeah. and, and lights a cigar and says, let's go, boys, let's go get Joe Burr. Yeah. As in cold. Freezing. 312-332-3776. I just threw up my mouth a little bit. Hey, we've got uh, we've got some audio to play for you. Want to hear from uh, uh, Fortenbaugh here? Yeah, I, I, Joe Fortenbaugh doesn't have the um, the baggage that Susan and Troy no, Lyons no, have no, no, no. with Matt hey, Stafford. A good, and, and a serious better doesn't buy mm, all that baggage. No. It's all about business. Well, again, but my buddy, rooting for the Bengals, betting on the Rams, needs to see a therapist. But Joe... <laughs> Joe has clarity. Joe does his homework. Joe Fortenbaugh, longtime ESPN guy, doing great uh, radio out in uh, San Francisco. More importantly, longtime gambling guy. And uh, let's take a listen because this morning he shared some of his uh, top props and top wagers going into the great Super Bowl today. My favorite bet of the day is going to be Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford over two-and-a-half rushing attempts. Yes, rushing attempts, because Stafford has been a completely different player in the playoffs than he was in the postseason, or excuse me, the regular season. In the regular season, he ran the ball 1.8 times per game. He never runs. The playoffs, though, he knows what all of us on TV and radio have been saying. We're talking about his legacy, 
He wants it worse than anybody. He's carried the ball at least four times in every single playoff game. But here's the kicker. Not only do the scrambles count, which I think we'll get one or two of those, but if there's a quarterback sneak or if the Rams are winning the game late and he takes a knee, that counts as a rushing attempt too. So I'm going to go Rams, Matthew Stafford over two and a half rushing attempts. Now, in addition to that, I think the Rams are going to have a lot of success running the ball today. Cincinnati ranked 21st in opponent yards per rushing attempt. They gave up 5.8 yards per carry to Kansas City last week. Sean McVay saw that on tape. Now, a lot of people are going to look to Cam Akers and going over his rushing prop. I would look to Sony Michelle, the backup running back. He's, his rushing prop is only at about 18 and a half rushing yards right now. I think he's going to get enough carries against a weak defense that's sitting back defending the pass that he'll go over that prop. So Sony Michelle over 18 and a half rushing yards. Now, in addition to that, because the Rams are going to be able to run the football, in my opinion, I think they're going to be able to set up the play action pass and connect on a couple deep shots down the field. So Matthew Stafford, longest completion over 39 and a half yards. Interesting. I like that. He he had he had something to say, and, and you gave a nice background about him. You've known him for years. Yeah. So Joe told the story also uh, before he got into the uh, business part of the prop bets day. That as a young man still living at home back in I believe New Jer- uh, Philadelphia, New Jersey, out east, um, he young enough to gamble. Well, Are we he, old enough to gamble? Well, you had guys back then. They didn't okay, check right, IDs. Right. It doesn't really, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, the guy You're the guy you met at the gas station yeah. didn't care if you were 16 or 66 um but he apparently put a pretty healthy uh bet on the national anthem over under which a lot of people do you know here's five bucks ten bucks whatever Mm -hmm. the anthem is aretha franklin tyler hockey you were telling me that story right that uh you had you had a buddy who uh was watching the sound check yeah And, and what happened there with aretha because she likes to carry a note yeah so um it was about seven seconds she was seven seconds over her uh her projection, whatever the, the, I forget the exact number of time, uh, seconds that she was projected. Um, and then about a couple days later, it moved seven seconds. So how about that? We had the little inside tip for that one. Because usually it's like within a second or two. And we, we've had computer guys back in the day on, on radio that would come in and go back and look at video and watch whomever was doing the anthem sing songs and kind of project mm-hmm. what, or if they did the anthem, right. anthem previously somewhere even better because now you've got a handle so joe joe had a, a healthy bet on on waltings the anthem singer at the time over and under whatever minute 44 and normally like the the books put a limit on it like 50 bucks they don't want to be getting killed because the the singer went 10 seconds over right. and, and you know, could control that. I mean, things that people can control, like that, or dumping orange Gatorade on. Sure. You know, someone. So they limit usually limit the money, but apparently the, Joe's guy didn't limit the money, and he had a healthy bet. And he said he was sweating. He's never had so much anxiety in his life as he sat through the anthem. He said his forearms are sweating. That's how nervous he was clocking it because he had a, a big bet at the time. Now, and he was with t- his parents. Yeah. And and so at the end of the day, they had no idea because you know parents don't like to know that your, your young son is gambling, and he's just sitting there taking deep breaths and and finally he wins the bet by a second or two, and he's relieved and he's counting the money in his head everything else and his mom's like okay great the game's about to start and he, he's thinking to himself who the hell cares about the game <laughs> this I'm, was, I'm done this I'm was I was all in on the anthem and I'm cashing and I don't even care because you know I was so certain about. 
even the anthem. And and Tyler's buddy gave him the heads up, and like he said, seven you know the seven seconds news got out, and and Vegas boosted the the time on the anthem. So that's a hell of a way to start your gambling career. Ooh, wow, mm. forearm sweat. You know you're nervous if your forearm starts. Yeah, sweat. I've never had forearm sweat. And I, I mean, you know, it. Uh, yeah, it takes a takes a lot for me to start breaking the sweat on my forearm specifically. Let's get to a before we hit the break. Let's get to Jeff downtown. He wants to uh, talk about Matt Stafford after taking that call from Susan in Lockport. Hey, Jeff, you're on ESPN 1000. How are you doing? Good. Well, Susan represents probably thirty percent of Lions fans that didn't matter what Stafford did. If they didn't win, it was his fault. And, I mean, 50, well, now we're going on 60 years of a putrid franchise <laughs> with one playoff victory. So I get it. Everybody's angry. But you got to give Stafford the love. He had one good team, basically 2014. No running game, pretty much. And... He was the only reason to watch a Lions game. I don't know what she was talking about. He did tons for the community. He's a class guy, and if he wins, I'll be happy for him. I have, you know, no no problems with Matt Stafford, and a lot of Lions fans don't. That's why you're seeing a lot of the Stafford, Rams, jerseys, Detroit Rams, Rams yeah, Lions jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Will he rise to the occasion? Will he get it done today? Uh, I think so. It's a pretty good – I don't think he'll be the focus – Really? Because I, I just think this is a terrible matchup for Cincinnati up front. So I think they'll probably be able to run the ball a bit and get to um, get to the quarterback today and make life miserable for Cincinnati. So I could see him doing like a 250, 275-yard game with a good running game. But I think he gets the, the trophy. Um, and I'm happy. Couldn't be happier for the guy. Now, as far as the Lions... Uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah, appreciate you. Appreciate I do know that at my uh, Super Bowl get together, there will be at least one Matthew Stafford jersey, uh, Lions jersey, worn there. And, and I, know I one think I know who be. that is. Do I know who that is, or is it something station involved? No. Oh, okay. Because if it was station involved, there's Ryan. Right. And, yeah. and Ryan, actually, he just texted me, he, too. He hit and me, too. Yeah. He hit me, too, on that. So the, the, the person wearing the Stafford jersey at your party is in a Detroit native? Detroit native, yep. Okay. They're out there. They're, I, I hey, they never love their team. The, they love their team. Well, we I don't understand the Stafford too. Team right. either. Right. We, have we ever had a quarterback here in the last, I don't know, 30 years who had the talent that Matt Stafford had? Uh, no. Just the talent, the ability. No, probably not. Jay Cutler can throw downfield no, like Matt no. Starr. I mean, right? We we've had and right. we've had one with like. Four, I've always liked. Stafford. We've had forty quarterbacks, I think, since right. Brett Favre started in Green Bay. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I've always liked Stafford, and and when Susan called, it's like, boy, that is really a polarized view. So not everybody shares that view, but you know, you know we'll see what he can do for. For the Rams, I, I want to mention this on uh, Twitch channel ESPN 1000 Chicago. We've got the big game pregame that follows us at noon. Waddle and Sylvie's big game pregame presented by Connie's Frozen Pizza and also brought to you by DraftKings and your Chicagoland Toyota dealers. Jay Cutler, 
Barstool Big Cat, and the entire ESPN 1000 crew will be live on the Twitch channel starting at noon. Twitch.tv backslash ESPN 1000 Chicago. I hope Jay didn't hear what I just said then. Yeah. No, you know what? Maybe Jay's sleeping in today. He's got his... <laughs> as long as he's uh, well, awake I, for I saw that, that Waddle and Sylvie are putting together his... A uh, dating profile. Profile, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah but they also want him, them, uh, one of them to go on the Zoom date to Is screen a them. Oh. To screen them first. What well, can you do like a background check? <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know where <laughs> they are. If you have in the to process. do a background check or screen uh, on on the date, you probably shouldn't go yeah, on the date. You probably shouldn't. I'm yeah. sure we're going to hear more about that whole process oh, today absolutely. at noon. It's ESPN 1000. Xander and Hanley will be right back. This hour is brought to you by Northwestern Football, Chicago's Big Ten team. Tickets for the Aaron Lingus College Football Classic in Dublin, Ireland, Shore and Big Gordon, are on sale right now. You want to make that trip? Head to nusports.com for details. Go Cats! Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. We're on Twitter at ESPN1000. We've got a couple polls up there right now. The one that I was referring to, beside the game itself, what are you most looking forward to from the Super Bowl? Food and drink? Commercials? Halftime show? Or wagering? We'll see how that turns out. And then we well, also have, uh, you put the poll up about uh, simple Rams. Are, ones. Who yeah, wins? Simple. Yeah, Rams who covers are four and who point, wins? Two polls. Rams are four-point favorites today. Who covers? And uh, who wins today? Just uh, straight out wins, and, so. and 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 so far the only prop bets we've really heard from one Joe Fortenbaugh did talk about Matt Stafford as one of his top picks, and then the the embittered um, Detroit Lions fans are either pro Stafford prop or not, and even one of our guys here at uh, ESPN One Thousand he didn't respond on Twitter he just texted no, he you. texted me with very sharp language of how Ooh, wrong yeah how wrong he, Susan was now uh, Ryan McGuire I'm talking about here uh, he is. Uh, He's a Detroit fan. I mean, and, and look. Is he from T- Detroit, yeah, Richard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so he, he, you read the text, he's a staunch Matt. He yeah. saw a different Matt Stafford. He right. saw the polar opposite. He was a team guy until he figured out the team wasn't going to be able to right this ship, right? And he wanted out. Yeah. Eddie from the north side wants to jump in on ESPN 1000. Hey, Eddie. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Stafford really didn't have a great year. I mean, you put Brady, uh, uh, um, the guy from Green Bay, uh, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Rodgers on that team, Rogers. They're, they're probably seven or eight point favorites right now. And let's let's not guard the point. That tight end, Higby, that's off on the Rams right now, he was a huge guy in their whole run, mm-hmm. and he's gone. You know, But a, a great bet is that backup tight end over receiving yards because they'll pass to him, and he, he's got some yardage in some games. So is that, you, you, you backing that one up? Yes, I am, and I like Cincinnati plus the four, maybe winning right out. I mean, his mattress Mike is up to about $10 million on Cincinnati straight <laughs> this up. Right about hey, you've got to ride the money, man. That, that's a huge bet. You How know? many mattresses does this guy sell where he can take briefcase full money? Well, I'll tell you something. This is a brilliant way to advertise your business because we don't have yeah. him here, but they're talking about him in Houston like crazy, and I'm not sure. Uh, I think you would have to spend more money than he's actually spending to get this kind of traction for his business. So it's well, a pretty he smart idea. On Tampa Bay last yes, year he did, too. and he won. Right, but then he is also—I think I read—he's lost altogether close to ten million on other bets. 
Well, yeah, it's just hedging yeah. his business. Yeah. Yeah. NFC yeah. Championship game also. So, I mean, he's got a pretty good uh, record over there, you know? It's crazy. I, I don't know how often everyone buys mattresses, but for him to make be banking that kind of money to roll it over in Vegas and, and win more than he loses, or or at least we just hear about the wins. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I hope we have a great game. I like the over in the game, too. Definitely, no doubt about it. Okay. Uh, and, and by the way, speaking of quarterbacks, do you see this uh, headline? Thanks, Eddie. Buccaneers leaving the door open for Tom Brady in case the legendary quarterback changes <sighs> mind on retirement. Sources say they would do whatever's necessary for him to return. A possibility Brady himself isn't completely ruling out. He's been I retired know. for what a week and a half. Yes, yes. The other day he was on uh, he was on a podcast with Jim Gray, I believe. That's the one he does weekly, yeah, right? And he said, and, and, and he did, and he did the thing that we all kind of roll our eyes. At least I know that I do. It's like. Well, you don't don't know what the future is going to hold. I can't tell you how I'm going to feel in six months. The unretirement thing is just so cliche. Stop that. And here's Sean McVay talking about retirement on the week of the Super Bowl. Right, right? Super Bowl. And he's thirty seven. And, and uh, Tom's 44. Now I know he's the GOAT, but... You know, he made $44 million last year as part of that renegotiated contract. He got that, that uh, roster bonus before he made it official. He was getting that $15 million we talked yeah, about right, on that right, Friday. Yeah. So, that, I mean, he is building the big palatial state north of Miami and, you know, whatever. But Sean McVay is making $8.5 million and and less than a couple, you know, middle-of-the-road college coaches. And Brian Kelly gets a little higher than that, but, you know, haven't won, haven't won a championship. But those guys are making nine and a half plus all the perks and put it well north of 10. And Sean McVay at 36, soon to be 37, talking about, well, you know, I'm not going to be doing this. I'm not a lifer. I might be done. So do you think this Brady thing is a ploy to get a bigger deal next year? I, I, don't, know, I don't believe that. In, in, the world of, in, in the world of music. I could tell you so many bands have retired and unretired. Oh, sure. And I'm so fatigued by it. Well, how many it's reunion a money tours grab. and how many one more farewell Cher, tour? Cher has done many farewell oh, tours. Yeah. Kiss. And Motley Crue is about to embark on the one that they were going to do when before COVID hit. Elton John is on, well, it's been COVID pause, pandemic pause right. multiple times. But it was initially going to be like a two and a half year tour because it's around the world, right? Yeah, and right. he spaces out the shows because he's in his 70s now, right? And I'm thinking he's actually going to be done once he's done. Yes, but I mean, you see how much he's charging for those tickets. Right, right. it's the last minute face money. Value, like, yes. no, I mean, face value is like $1,000 yes. for anything not up in the nosebleed section. But there's another headline about a quarterback we can talk about. In the second hour, we're here till noon before we get the even bigger uh, Super Bowl kickoff right here on ESPN 1000. But um, yeah, it's interesting because everyone, everyone, a lot of people think Bengals, 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 and over, over, over. And uh, we'll have to give some contrarian viewpoints too before we get out of here. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, Waddle and Sylvie's big game pregame presented by Connie's Frozen Pizza and also brought to you by DraftKings and your Chicagoland Toyota dealers. Jay Cutler, Barstool Big Cat and the entire ESPN 1000 crew will be live on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv backslash ESPN 1000 Chicago. And that starts at noon right after us. We're back in two taking your phone calls 312-332-3776 here on ESPN 1000.